Got to, man. Got to bounce back. Shout out to my homie Keys, Xavier Keys, on the vocals on this. Okay. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Got to get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm going to do. I've been focused. I'm not hungry. Yo, I'm starving, dude. Grind mode with my team. We making these power moves. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Gotta get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm gonna do. I've been focused, I'm not hungry, you're gonna starve me, dude. In grind mode with my team, we making these power moves. Cause I ain't got no time to be wasting with all this music I'm making. Man, I'm tired of being impatient, so I keep making these moves here with my crew. Vow to myself to always stay true, so I don't care what nobody else do, I know why. Like an erection, bumps in the road, but nah, I ain't stressing. I don't work out, but homie, I'm flexing. Every time I get on the beat and I bless it, rise and shine, and I never let another come and stop my grind, cause I grind all night at the gig, no lie. Then it's back in the booth for some overtime. Come on. Nope. Mm-mm. Shout out to Miss Almaramos. Shout out to Miss B. Uh-huh. I said, uh, hey, hey. Hey, my monster will get them, so I don't care what y'all say. I just keep grinding. Yeah, I stay working, cuz it's, you know I'm, I said, uh, that's right. In the lab with a pen and a pad, I, I, let's ride. Make it look so easy, don't let make y'all mad. One thing I know, one thing is certain. I can't stop, won't stop, cause me and my team stay working, one thing I know, one thing is certain, can't stop, won't stop, on the grind, getting mine, I'm working, no sleep, spit heat, killing these tracks, and I'm not gonna stop till I'm up on top where I'm supposed to be, everywhere I go, I scream, that's Pete, we more than a crew, we a family, working, trying to get a couple Grammys, G, have them sitting on top of the mantelpiece, thank God. Go hard, they just mad cause I'm on my job But where I'm from is to the ground to starve I'm starving, I just can't do it Not having it, unthinkable So I turn in the stretch, I'm strong And now I can reach the unreachable Let's go Hey, Trying to Yo, they I said I can't sit still I just laugh at y'all haters Cause I Yeah, hey, 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 hey. Mom's told me so I don't, let's go, I just keep, yeah, I stay, cause it's, you know I'm, I said I, that's right, uh, in the lab with a pen and a pad, I, I, let's ride, make it look so easy, gonna make you mad, one thing I know, one thing is certain, I can't stop, won't stop, Cause me and my team stay working One thing I know One thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop On the ground, get in mind, I'm working Don't ever let anybody tell you That you can't get what you want Whatever you dreaming for You get out there and you get it You make it happen Never mind the haters Real still Cause I All day Always Get them Yes sir I'm grinding, stay working, hey, I said I, that's right, 
In the lab with a pen and a pad, I Let's ride Make it look so easy, don't it make you mad? One thing I know One thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop Cause me and my team stay working One thing I know One thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop On the grind, get in mind, I'm working Gotta Sir, love him. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Aurora, the time is 8.04 a.m. It is Thursday. You are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And yeah, word up. That's word. Because I I can, as you know, we've been friends for a long time. All y'all. Minerva, Kalata Yud, good morning to you. Aisha Saxon, what's happening? Jennifer Ryan Mason, good morning to all of you great people. You, you, dear listener. It's your world. That's what it is. You woke up today and everything that you want to do, you can do it. There are people out there doing great things. Our listeners, east side of Aurora, west side of Aurora, those claps are for you. And a little bit of clap for us. Monica's here as well today. How are you doing, Monica? I'm great. How are y'all? I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. We all good. We yes. all we feeling good today. <laughs> um, we had, Monica and I were just uh, chopping it up before this show. Uh, we interviewed Rachel Ventura, you guys will be aware, on Tuesday. And... Me and Monica were kind of quarterbacking it after the fact, and it was a good interview. It was a really good interview. It was. Um, in your opinion, what was what was one of the points of the interview that you liked the most or that you uh, remember the most? I think it was more of like that she could, she was able to connect with everyone. Mm-hmm. Like she, I mean, she was a mom. And then the, I guess the thing that really like, um, stuck out to me, just because I am in the public administration program, so mm-hmm. like, like I'm learning this stuff, right? Because this is very new to me, like public administration and just being like policy and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So she really targeted um, different people, and she even targeted the the media, us. Yeah, like she did. when she was like the advertising and all yeah. of that, and I was she like, she busted some caps. Yeah, yeah I was like, <laughs> yes, like word up. I like I like you a lot. Like mm-hmm. I understand where you're coming from, and yeah. Yeah, I uh, what I liked about it too is uh, what I really respect about her and noticing her even before interviewing her uh, was that you know she does 
she is a boots on the ground person. Mm -hmm. And that's what matters. Because there's a lot of people who even at this local level, you know, they still got $300 for the little fundraiser. You got to come there. And, mm -hmm. and she's not like that. Mm -hmm. She's not like that. Like she has her her priorities um, set and straight. She's a mom trying to trying to rep for for the people and do good. Yeah, you know, so we can uh, we can support that. Yeah. on this show. All right. Uh, so all of you guys, just tune in. It's eight oh seven a.m. We've got our typical great news of the day. But before I get into our first story, I would like to. Uh, let you guys know what's happening this weekend. Don't forget pet parades going on. Monica will talk a little bit more about that in detail. But uh, yeah, your puppies and your kittens and all that, your boa constrictors, alligators, geckos, cats, um, cats you know, bring them out, look cute, and uh, it's going to be the parade. We have the parade routes. It's going to be from Stope to Downer up to LaSalle Street going south to Benton and then Benton back around. So picture that big circle. Uh, so it'll be really cool this weekend. Come on out and support our friends of the Alive Teen Center. Daniel Barrero is here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's hit the claps for Daniel Barrero. He's in our news today as well, but we'll get to that coming up shortly. Casildo Casey Cuevas, good morning, my brother. Good to see you. And Bianca Camargo, what is up, Judge? Okay. Check this out. <clears throat> the Bold Series has been announced for the newly remodeled Copley Theater in downtown Aurora. Paramount just announced that four shows are going to be held there in this newly remodeled space. According to Tim Rader, president and CEO of Paramount Theater, after nearly two years since we were originally supposed to launch our Bold Stories, excuse me, series, the time has finally come to lift the curtain on an exhilarating and new storytelling experience. Uh, Paramount's new Bold series will offer intimate professional live theater experiences that are unexpected and thought-provoking. Copley Theater is right across the street from the Paramount North Island Center, that's 8 East Galena Boulevard in downtown Aurora, with a two-year, $2 million renovation nearly complete. Officials said the theater is an intimate venue with 165 new seats and a new lobby bar. Nothing is more intimate than having a drink, watching a show. Like, hey, honey, how you doing? You good? All right, yeah. Ah, selfies. Okay. Uh, Bold series subscriptions will be available during an early sale to Paramount's Broadway series subscribers and donors on November 1st. Bold series packages go on sale to the general public on the 29th of November. For more information, you can go to ParamountAurora.com or call 630-896-6666 or stop by the Paramount box office 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday. Casildo says that he really likes Rachel's grassroots fundamentals. You know what? I did too. And I'll tell you something here. I'll give some props right now to the Rachel Venturas of the world in the interview. You know, when you do this for a while, and you guys know, we, we, if you watch this show, you, you, you pay attention, you are a connoisseur and a critic of media. One thing that you guys know is that typically in media, people just come on and they just say anything, and the person interviewing them doesn't follow up. There's no follow-up question. Rachel answered every question. That doesn't happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. You ask people simple questions. So tell me about... 
your vote for puppies. Well, Curtis, uh, here's the thing. There's lots of votes for lots of things. That's not what I asked you. I said puppies, you know, but she didn't do that. She went right in and answered every question. That was awesome. Uh, so a bold series on the Paramount. Get ready for that, you guys. It's going to be very cool. I have news on the legislative redistricting that I'm going to get to. But because Daniel Barrero is in the news and because the thing that he's in the news is very important, we're going to have Monica take us to a commercial and let us know what the haps are out here in the City of Lights. This evening from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m., cancer survivors and those experienced and awareness will meet online via Zoom. This is the Community Health Worker Table Talk, hosted by the Quad County Urban League and moderated by Wintilla Enti, our friend Daniel Barrero, who was the Chief Community Service Officer for the City of Aurora, is one of many fantastic panelists. And for the Zoom, uh, the meeting ID is 864-6270-5895, and the passcode is 479161, and I'll definitely put those numbers on our chat. (laughs) (laughs) And then Tuesday, November 2nd, the Rotary Club of Aurora will host a blood drive from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. This will take place in the Holiday Inn Express and Suites Mobile Coach. 111 North Broadway, next to the Aurora Transportation Center. Walk-ins are welcome, but but making an appointment is always recommended. Every donor will save up to three lives. A mask and ID are required. For more information and to schedule a time visit, this link that I'll be sharing on our chat. Saturday, October 30th, from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m., there will be a great and spooky Halloween party. Taking place at McCarty Mills, 140 South River Street. Food by Chef Alton, cupcakes by Anna's Custom Treats, Best Costume Contest, and a book launch by our friends Victoria Jaila Maldonado and Desalacy. That's what's up. Come on out and support our local friends. And just like that. And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, Monica. So, so very appreciated. Yeah, that's right. Come on now. Yes. Yes. So here's the thing. Karen Caputo, good morning to you as well. Anemri Thoris, good morning to you. Mando, Mando, what is up? All of you wonderful, awesome, and fantastic people. I said hi to Jennifer Ryan Maiden, didn't I? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And Monica put the uh, ID and passcode for the Zoom meeting in the chat for you guys. Please, if you can. Take part and watch the Zoom meeting. Good Morning Aurora is in absolute solidarity with breast cancer awareness, survivors, and those making an impact in the community. Uh, So if you are able to tune in, check it out. I would love you guys to do that, please. Allie Hernandez is here, ladies and gentlemen. What is up with you, Allie Hernandez? Allie Hernandez is a personal friend of the show. Oh, before Good Morning Aurora, actually. United States Marine Corps veteran. And probably the probably the toughest person in the chat right now. Y'all all tough, but hey, what's up, Allie? Okay, now I got something to tell you about. Let's keep the veteran news going on, actually. Oh, oh, and by the way, Allie Hernandez, I'll, I'll give you a little, little something-something right now. Allie Hernandez will be our guest for Veterans Day here 
on the second largest city's first day on this podcast. Stay tuned. That's going to be November 11th. All right. The time is 8.15 a.m. Roosevelt Aurora American Legion Post 84 helping to offer veteran peer support training. They're partnering with other organizations to provide this free training. And the commander of American Legion Post 84 is a gentleman by the name of Mike Eckberg. He is a personal friend of the show, and he recently had a birthday. Happy birthday, Mike. He is a Navy veteran of the Vietnam era. Uh, The man is a great man. He squared away. American Legion Post 84 is joining with the Illinois Joining Forces, the Dunham Foundation, Kane County Veterans Assistance Commission, and others to offer the training to Aurora area vets to help them serve fellow veterans. Um, According to Mr. Eckberg, this is an essential program to serve Aurora veterans in their time of need. We see veterans struggling every day, and they need to know that we are here to help them. We are building a support network to ensure we do all we can to prevent veteran strife there's going to be 10 veterans trained during the three days of virtual veteran peer supporter training based on the principle of shared experience peer support has proven to be an effective way of assisting fellow veterans transition back into civilian life and address the many challenges they face along the way awesome stuff uh for those in the service or those who've made those of us who've made the transition from service to civilian life uh yeah it's a little it can be a little hairy you know sometimes you don't know like uh what's really good you just uh come back and uh well i came back from california you know some years ago so the uh transition was a little bit a little bit different i was at least blessed because uh i had a job right when i came back uh, but I do, to this day, meet veterans who come back, and uh, they've made a transition from different parts of the country, and they don't know what to do or how to get started. So this is an awesome opportunity for them to learn and join uh, forces with like-minded people. To get the training, a person must have prior military service and internet connection to support Zoom video conferencing and a computer, laptop, or smartphone with the functionality to access a Zoom Link for more information, you can go to post84.com or illinois.joining, excuse me, illinoisjoiningforces.org. The time is now 8 17 a.m. Now, Monica, if you would be so kind, could you turn the camera on for us so we can show these people our digs and let them see some new joints that we got on the wall? Hi at home. How y'all doing? Yes, you you tuning in. That's right. Oh, you see it. Hey. Um, so check this out, you guys. Our wall is growing here. Uh, we've got a whole lot of stuff coming up on the wall. Uh, we've got pictures that people have drawn for us and many different things, actually. Uh, this piece of art right here that you guys can see, that was the very first piece of art that Good Morning Aurora ever got. Um, can you cut into that? Is it possible to cut in to the pick? Just that. Just that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Jen Ingram of Jen Ingram Art. Oh, y'all can see it. Yeah. What? That's awesome. Jen Ingram of Jen Ingram Art painted that for us. Uh, and that's really cool. But we've got a whole lot of other stuff. Um, if you have mail, 
you guys can definitely send that to us. Oh, you doing things with the camera. Yeah, that's word up. Can you get right here? That is Monica on the camera, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she got it going on. That's, 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 that's about it? Okay, cool. Jen's Art, she remembers that episode. Thank you very much, Tracy. Josie Mendoza-Geller, good morning to you. Maria Chirito, what is up? You awesome, wonderful, great person. Um, but our address is 5 East Downer Place Sweet Tea. Um, if you send us anything, any type of fan mail at all, we will definitely put it on our wall. And uh, you, the listeners, can continue to be a part of Good Morning Aurora as we go and do our thing, bringing the news to you. Jim Mendoza is here as well. Good morning, you awesome person. You, Jim Mendoza, Greater Fox Valley Area Kiwanis Club, Moms for Moms, Vendor Events, amongst other hats that she wears. Jim Mendoza is a friend of the show and another good interview that we did uh, as well. Is that a GAMS sweatshirt? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I know you guys are hitting me up for the hoodies. The hoodies are coming. They're coming. Don't trip. Just be patient. I know. The hoodies are coming. You will be able to be fresh and fly in the cold. It could be snowing outside. You'll be like, ooh, everybody's going to be freezing. You'll be like, not me. I'm warm with the gams. Stay tuned for that. Okay. Um, Monica, I got something I want to talk about here. Now, we told the people just last week about the proposed West Aurora School District Maintenance and Storage Facility. This issue has caused consternation. I'm going to briefly, briefly. Yes, hoodie weather. Allie, what up? Yeah, that's right. Because it's hoodie weather now, y'all. Coming out the house looking fresh. Okay. But I just want to get back into this real quick because I do want to bring this up to you guys to um, keep it in your minds. Uh, residents are concerned about the proposed facility that's going to be off Deer Path Road south of Hergett Middle School. That's the west side of Aurora. Uh, it's in the West Aurora School District. The residents thought the site was Fox Valley Park District owned property when they purchased their homes. Um, it's going to be close to Verona Ridge Drive. The site was acquired by the school district through a land swap with the Fox Valley Park District. West Aurora School District officials have said uh, the proposed $4.3 million maintenance and storage facility was discussed by the school board October 4th. As part of a review of $26 million in infrastructure and building projects planned in the district between the summer of 2022 and summer 2024, the proposed site would be a central location for maintenance operations and storage, including a salt dome that by design would resemble a barn. Hmm. Officials said the salt storage facility would help direct help the district buy salt in bulk, which saves money. How about that? But for many people, the facility is far too close to their residential area. They're also concerned about the safety of children walking on a path through the property. One of the big objections to the project is that the site, the salt storage facility, uh, according to many people, is going to be too big. So looks like there's a lot going on with that. We will let you guys know uh, how that story develops because we have friends on the west side of Aurora who sent us, today's Thursday, this was Monday night, who sent us a couple of pictures of the site, uh, and they expressed consternation. That's the word of the day. The word of the day is consternation. Monica's going to put that in the chat for you guys. They expressed consternation over the site. Now, I know that we do a lot on this show. 
But to our beloved listeners, I have to tell you that right now, we unfortunately have no power over where a site goes or does not go. But we'll work on that. If we can ever change a law, you'll be the first one to know it. Good morning, Aurora says that this is illegal. <laughs> Get pulled over by the cops. Like, step out the car. Good morning, Aurora says I don't have to. <laughs> we'll get there someday. Okay, you guys. Um, and also, I got something else to tell you about. Here's a little quick, 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 quick piece of local news that I also have to tell you guys about. Our friend Whitney Love of Whitney Love's Nail and Beauty Bar. They are hiring. Do you want to be a part of that team? She is offering competitive commission-based pay uh, or stations for booth rental. She's hiring for nail techs, hairstylists, petty uh, petty techs, pedicured, a pedicurist would be the title, but I see how much space that they had to work with. But yeah, we're not going to nitpick over it. Braiders and cosmetologists. Uh, So if you're interested, you can give a call to 331-575-0826 or... Send your resume to WhitneyLove247 at gmail.com. Damn, that's a fly Gmail handle. I like that. WhitneyLove247. Pretty dope. It is, right? Right? That's damn. That'd be my rap name, WhitneyLove247. WhitneyLove247. WhitneyLove. WhitneyLove. What? Yeah. Uh. Uh. Scratch it up. What? Yeah. WhitneyLove. WhitneyLove. WhitneyLove247. WhitneyLove. Okay, 8.24 a.m., all the fun in the world. Now, since I got that out of my system, Monica, if you could please. Sing? Yeah. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? Come on. My name, her name is Monica, and she's doing the news, and she's doing. All right, yeah. That's why we do news and we don't sing on this show, y'all. Okay, um, so tomorrow is the 29th. <clears throat> We told you guys about the senior listening tour. Uh, that's for Aurora residents, 55 and older, and their caretakers. Um, now, the senior listening tour is going to be uh, at the Senior Services Association, 2111 Plum Street, from noon to 1 p.m. with Alderman 5. Wa- uh, yeah. Sip it up, sip it up, sip it up, all y'all. Thing, y'all heard the ting on the camera. Mm. Oh, let's try that again. Okay. Uh, this will be at 2111 Plum Street from noon to 1 p.m. with Ward 5 Alderman Carl Franco. All right. And then Saturday the 30th, it will be at the Main Baptist Church, 814 East Galena Boulevard from 1 to 2 p.m. Uh, with Ward 7 Alderwoman Shakita Hart Burns. If you have questions, you can call 630-256-3407. The seniors in Aurora make up the legacy of our city and are treasured contributors to its greatness. We value your voice and have scheduled a few tour stops throughout the city to listen to you. All right. And if you guys go to any of those senior listening sessions and you hear something interesting uh, or you take some good pictures, send them to goodmorningaurorail at gmail.com and we will uh, shout it out, highlight you, and uh, give you some sunshine. How about that? Now, Monica, let's 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 talk here. So you are you've been doing the news for a while. You've been you've been repping for a while. 
with us, rocking with us. Um, has there been a story that you remember highly or you like the most? Has there been a favorite story yet? Like interview-wise? Mm-hmm. I also like all of them. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to choose. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. I like Good. all of them. I really do. I am glad. I like um, uh, bits of pieces of everybody's. You right. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad because I look back and, you know, people always give some of the good, you know, the points of each mm-hmm. one. And I like when this person said this, I like when this person said that. Um, but I, that's 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 good to know mm-hmm. um, your perspective, too. Also, being around the town now, um, any spots that you like or you've grown accustomed to? Treadwell, definitely. TW. Shout <laughs> out. Yeah. Treadwell, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then um, I don't know the name of the place, but mm-hmm. where Francis the cat is. I Oh, that's uh, all spoked up. Mm-hmm. All spoked up. Yep. I love going through there because I see Francis. And yeah. It's nice. You are a cat lover. I am. <laughs> and the name of your cat? Usuki. Usuki, which means strength? Uh, gentle moon. Gentle moon. That's mm-hmm. right. Oh. Ah, we got any other cat lovers out there in the chat? If you are a cat lover or a cat owner, put a cat emoji in the chat. The time is now 8.28 a.m. Mark Hogan is here. Good morning to you, Mark. Mark is the owner and the man at Tavern on Broadway, located at 24 North Broadway. It is one of the flyest establishments in Aurora. Not only that. It's also going to be the spot for the number one networking event in the history of human beings gathering in one location. And that trail of superlatives could only lead to Noticias e Mimosas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sunday, November 7th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. From 10 to noon, we will be interviewing Tracy Duran, local author and historian, and then uh, from noon to 1 p.m. will be networking. Four dollar mimosas. You can't beat it. Come on through. Okay. Greg Ellsbury's here. Good morning to you, Greg Ellsbury. You awesome person. You and Norma Peterson. Everybody is here. Valentine and Taco. Y'all got two cats? Norma Peterson got cats? Greg Ellsbury got a dog? Woof, woof. Jen. Ma- yeah. Oh, oh, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's a cat. Damn. Let me clean my glasses. All right. Oh, uh, man. And Monica has a cat, too. Josie will be there. Awesome stuff. All right. The definition of consternation. Gary Strong is here. Good morning to you, Gary Strong, you awesome person. And uh, the definition of consternation is in the chat for you awesome people. The time is 8.29 a.m. Aurora City Council is set to vote on the plan to put apartments into old school buildings. This story has garnered... Not the word of the day, but you can learn another one. This story has garnered a whole lot of flack. And I was on Facebook lurking on people's profiles and just reading the comments. And, you know, look, people, let me just let me just say this. The ability for a city to rehab a school to make housing out of it is inherently a positive thing. 
I don't think that many people can deny that something not being used and then to make housing, workforce housing out of it is a good thing. Let's not bog ourselves down in the morass of this and that. Is it the right move or who are the people that's going to be here? Uh, is this an example of pay to play politics with this? Let's cut all of that out. What we're trying to do is to make a sense of community available for those who don't have it. And workforce housing is one of the ways to do that. Um, so I believe there's way more positives in the story than there are negatives. So to that end, let me just explain something to you. We explained about it on Monday, but let me just reiterate. Um, Aurora's existing rental housing stock has about 7,000 units, about 80% market rate. According to Trevor Dick, who's the city's economic development deputy director, uh, most recently completed multifamily developments in Aurora, some 87% of those units are market rate. The proposed developments in the pipeline right now um, for these uh, workforce development uh, units in the schools uh, have only 15% that would be eligible for any kind of rent subsidy. The City Council's Building, Zoning, and Economic Development Committee last week endorsed rezoning for both locations as well as final plans for the remodeling. Uh, the committee of a whole placed the rezoning and final plans on the City Council meeting for the vote next week. So, you know what that means? Well, let me tell you what it means. That means you got from now until Tuesday to get ready and voice your opinion on the city council meeting. You could do that. Let it be known what you think about it. Let it be known if you have reservations about it. Contribute to the dialogue. Don't just type comments on YouTube or Facebook. The time is 8.33 a.m. Okay, Monica, if you can, can you, what, well, hold on, Tracy Duran says with renovating the school buildings, I think it's a good idea. Once we're saving a building, one, we're saving a building, two, it's being repurposed into a living space. It will be a very unique spot to live in. I'm telling you, it would be, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine renting a fifth grade classroom. Like, damn, wasn't, did I go to school here? Nah, this is my living room right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's be cool. Like, wow, there was a school, there was a chalkboard right there. Now it's a big flat screen TV. If y'all got flat screens. Um, Monica, take us to a commercial, give us a little bit of noticias, and uh, let us know what the haps are in the second largest city. November 5th will be the first Friday for November, and friend of the show, Jose Pais, will be showcasing art titled For the Love of Frida at Charlie's Silver Spoon Creamery, located at 6th East Downer Place. Shout out to our friend Jose and to Charlie's Creamery. The flyer will be shared on our social media. Here's something new. Bardwell Residence, located at 63 South Broadway, will be featuring cocktails and conversation. This will be on Friday, November 12th from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Cocktails and mingling will be there. Um, come see what Bardwell is all about. To RSVP, you can call 630-892-5790. The Aurora Noon Lions Club will hold its annual Great Pumpkin Pancake Breakfast from 7.30 to 11 a.m. on Saturday, October 30th at Luigi's Pizza and Fun Center. 
732 Prairie Street in Aurora. This is public. The public is invited to attend in Halloween costumes. Parking is free. Free color uh, photos will be taken and available in minutes. The menu includes all you can eat, pancakes, sausage, mini donuts, orange juice, and coffee or milk. Tickets are $6 for adults and $4 for children 3 to 12 years old. Proceeds will benefit Lions program to aid vision and hearing impaired persons. Tickets may be purchased from new Lions Club members at the door or by calling 630-921-1307. Founded in 1922, Aurora New Lions Club is planning its centennial celebration for 2022. Open to men and women interested in community service, the, the club meets on the first and third Mondays at Luigi's Pizza, 732 Prairie Street in Aurora. Call 630-892-8054 for more information. Yes. Yes. I'll tell you what, when you were reading that food, I was getting hungry in here. I'm like, damn, they got sausage and bacon and eggs. Lord, have mercy. All I've eaten this morning was one snickerdoodle. And I've had two cups of coffee. <laughs> I was right on time. Yeah, I know, for real. But that's all right, though, because you know what? I've got pico de gallo. As soon as I get out of here today, I'm going home. A little snacky snack with the pico. Boop! And uh, I'm going to get myself back to... Square one. Okay. Cheryl Brownell is here. Good morning to you, Cheryl. Ms. Ann is here as well. Good morning to you, Elsa Chico. Everybody is in the place to be. Josie tells us, don't forget to sign up for the... Oh, you know what? You know what that is? That qualifies. That qualifies as... Grace Cornell, what's good? Don't forget to sign up for the inaugural Tomahawk Turkey Trot. Yes, that's going to be dope. Uh, thank you very much, Josie. And Josie has the link as well for us to sign up and take part in that. The time is now 8.37 a.m. Okay. Um, so Aurora has mandated COVID-19 vaccines or weekly testing for the virus for city employees. Now we told you guys about this on, it was Monday, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, so, unvaccinated employees for the city of Aurora have to receive a COVID-19 vaccine or submit to weekly testing and it started just this week. Under the new policy, any city employee who is not fully vaccinated will be required to complete a coronavirus PCR test and report the results to the city by Monday every week. According to Clayton Muhammad, Aurora's chief communications and equity officer, quote, we interface so much with the public and with each other as a service industry, and whether someone is coming into the building to pay water bills, attend city council meetings, or we are going into their properties from a public works or property standards standpoint, we know we have a large staff of over 1,000 individuals, and we need to do our part close Quote, uh, Clayton declined to say how many employees had already been vaccinated against COVID-19, but said the majority have already received the vaccine. The policy applies to staff, contractors, interns, and part-time and seasonal workers, regardless of whether they work in city buildings or remotely. The policy also applies to Aurora firefighters, and the city is in the process of approaching the Aurora Police Department's union 
and other city unions about the policy as well. Chicago and Evanston are among the other cities that mandate the vaccine or testing for city employees. And as some of you may have been witnessing, there is, we already used consternation, that's the word of the day, so we won't use it again. There is hubbub over the vaccine and the Chicago Police Department and its union. Uh... And it's quite ridiculous, you know. Uh, the head of the police union is a gentleman by the name of John Cotanzara. He's the guy who wrote a letter to Donald Trump and told him to shout him out because he wore his hat at a meeting. Um, but the whole thing, actually, and this will be, these are my words. Um, the whole thing, actually, in my personal opinion, is, is very childish. I mean, I, I've seen many childish things in my day, but few of them are as whack as men in their 40s and 50s wearing shirts with profanity, marching down Wacker Drive, talking about what they won't do. I mean, I just don't find that strong. I don't know, you know, and, and unions, I believe, should be held to a higher standard. They should be looking to be representatives of the people uh, and their respective unions. The time is now 8.40 a.m., and at this moment, Monica leaves for the day to go to school. <laughs> Wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, damn, they happy you go? Nah. But, um... Monica, we hope that you have a fantastic day today. And as always, we appreciate you for all you do. All right. All right. Time is 8.41 a.m. So I got a couple more pieces of the news here for you guys that I can deliver to you. As soon as Monica leaves, I'm like all thumbs in here now. Now I'm like, oh my goodness gracious, what am I gonna do? Oh Lord have mercy. Now I gotta get these people the links and I gotta do it. But thankfully, I got something that doesn't have a link just yet, but it is good news that I can tell you guys about. Now I just mentioned the let me grab my coffee, dear listeners. Oh. Ah, Monica has her own desk. And now I'm sitting in it. <laughs> okay. I told you about the recently renovated North Island Center, 8 East Galena Boulevard, part of the Paramount. Uh, State Representative Barbara Hernandez is going to be hosting a mobile driver services unit there uh, Friday, November 5th. It'll be from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Representative Hernandez has partnered with the Illinois Secretary of State's office to bring driver services to you, including vehicle sticker renewals, renewal replacement or correction of a driver's license or state ID card, motor vehicle registration with renewal of a driver's license or state ID, and organ donor registration with renewal of a driver's license or state ID card. Uh, for more information, you can contact Rep. Hernandez's office at 630 270 Four, eight. 
Masks are required. Social distancing will be observed. Seniors age 75 and up need to visit a DMV to renew their driver's license. Uh, and road tests cannot be completed at this event. So don't come there with your 16-year-old kid talking about, oh, can we do the driver's test now? That's not going to happen. I mean, we're going to have fun, but it's not going to be that much fun. Okay. Sunday, November 21st, Corinth Kitchen is coming to North Aurora. Now, on that Sunday, there's a Bears versus Ravens game that starts at noon. Um, Brother Chimp Brewing is in North Aurora. Uh, Corinth Kitchen are friends of ours. Uh, Jen Ingram, what is up, and her husband, Corey, have uh, created this fantastic business, and it's doing very well. Corey Ingram is a Navy veteran, so uh, hit the claps for your boy. Yeah. yeah. That's right. $7 jambalaya bowls, $10 pulled pork Texas-style sandwiches with all the fixings as well. Come and cheer your team and enjoy some great food. It'll be from noon to 4 p.m. And once again, that's going to be Sunday, November 21st. Also, if you're looking for a job, guess who's hiring? The Paramount's hiring. Uh, they're looking for banquet crew members, security staff, bartenders, barbacks, and more. Work fun events, flexible hours, and it's a great job for students. Paramount Theater, uh, they're great friends of ours. Shout out to my friend Joel and Jim Jarvis, who's been on the show. It's a uh, great organization, you guys. So. Uh, if you're looking or if you have a youngster who is in need of a job, please send them their way. Uh, great place to work. Okie dokie. So the time is now 8.44 a.m. Uh, I think I told you guys that our two-year anniversary next year is going to be in May. And we, uh, we got the location secured already, you guys. So get ready for that. Monica's gone, but uh, I'm here for you. See, I was sitting, I was sitting right over there. That's my desk, and this is Monica's desk. And now, hey, I'm nowhere near as cool as Monica. I don't do the news anywhere near as good as she does. But uh, you know, I try my very best. And here's our sign too for you guys to check out. It's all Aurora, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's all about. Um. But we got some more things coming to you very soon. Uh, we look forward to showing you guys and showcasing and highlighting way more of the studio here and uh, everything that we do kind of behind the scenes. Uh, also, we're going to be looking forward to having some studio audience members attend, maybe no more than three or four, uh, so we can observe social distancing. It's very big in here, uh, actually, so we can do a lot and do it safely as well. I'm actually quite uh, excited to bring people in so that they can see the show behind the scenes. Many of our friends have already been in here and they know what the studio looks like, but we aim to do uh, a whole lot more and to get people to know more about the show, more about who we are, and our commitment to bringing the news and also uh, highlighting our community as well. Okie dokie. So the time is now 846 a.m. There's a great Facebook page called Aurora, Illinois, Our City of Brilliant Lights, Past and Present. Uh, Vicki Moore 
is I believe the administrator of that page. It's a really good page and there's so much Aurora stuff and history on that page. Um, I really recommend you guys check out the page. If you get a chance, share some of the information that's on there. You can see some great stuff um, on that page. So please check that out when you get a chance on Facebook. Okie dokie. Now, let's move on. So, um, Monica, before she left, I told you guys about the Frida show that's coming to Charlie's Creamery. Fall Fair is coming to the Prisco Center. And um, that's going to be November 13th um, from 11.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. Healing Heartstrings Support Center is one of the organizers of this great event. Masks are recommended. There's going to be free soul food dinners as well. And it's going to be in room 104. That's to the left when you walk in the Prisco Center. Uh, kids meals are going to be free as well. Foods prepared by Seasonings for the Soul. The chef is Robert Covington. And he's a licensed food service manager. Sponsors are Aldi Food Stores and Meyer. Vendors, Toys for Tots registration, come on out and enjoy and get in some Christmas shopping. For more information, you can call Cynthia Powell at 708-548-7166. This information was given to us as in a, excuse me, in a flyer. I'll be sure to post this on our social media so that you guys can check it out as well. The Aurora Affordable Housing Forum is taking place by Kane County United. Uh, that's going to be November 7th at 2.30 p.m. Join your neighbors and local leaders online in the conversation around the need for affordable housing in Aurora, what is being done by the city, and what you can do. Now, we did make a post about this, but I hope that you guys uh, can scroll down on our Facebook page and check that out. Uh, we'll repost this for you guys so that everybody can uh, take part in this. Uh, one of the things to keep in mind is that uh, now we just spoke briefly about housing here in the city and uh, the Aurora Housing Forum. Again, it's just another way for you guys to take part. Take part. That's what I want you to do. I want you to take part. If you like Good Morning Aurora, then take part in city activities going forward, especially discussions with the city and officials. That means a lot to us. Okay, <clears throat> time is 8.49 a.m. Dan Barrero tells us many former hospitals have been successfully repurposed through adaptive reuse. The former WCC, Wabonzi Community College downtown campus, is a great example of adaptive reuse. It has workforce housing for those in the arts. Very well said, sir. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what we're talking about right there. Facts. A pertinent example that people can walk by, see, and touch right now. And that means a lot. Uh, and again, change is happening all the time. The only thing constant in life is change. Adaptive reuse. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, I'm going to add that to our uh, vocabulary as well. Adaptive reuse. Teresa Sweezers here. Good morning to you, Teresa. Thank you very much for joining us. The time is 8.50 a.m. We got about nine or ten more minutes to go before I play some music to get us out of here. But we got a couple more things to talk about before we get going, you guys. Oh, my goodness gracious. Where does the time go? Holy moly. Okay. So the next thing that we're going to talk about, and this might, might take me to the end 
of the show, but it's worth highlighting and bringing up because it involves all of us and it involves our downtown area here. So I was, now this will not come as a shock to a lot of you, but your favorite local radio host was out and about. I was gathering some photography of the artwork, uh, or rather the explosion of artwork that's taking place here downtown in Aurora. So I went to the bridge and underpass on New York Street, saw the Alabrijes mural by Pierre Lucero. Also took a stroll behind the bank building to South Broadway, or excuse me, to South Galena, that's the Midwest Bank building, and saw the Rafael Blanco mural with the uh, the black woman with, uh, with the tech around it. <clears throat> that's a great mural as well. La France Bakery has the wings on it. And I noticed something. I noticed something. So the Skinny Park, the name that it is now, where the uh, the mural is going up by the young lady from, I believe, Finland. Uh, that Skinny Park where that mural is taking place. So I have a friend. He did. He does digital mapping. There used to be a restaurant called La Roca. I don't know how many people remember this restaurant called La Roca. It was on Broadway, and it's, it was right next door to the Skinny Park. So where Gary Brown art is, all that, it was right there. He does digital mapping. He was inside of that building, did a whole bunch of digital mapping, top to bottom. That place is huge on the inside, but it used to be called a place, it used to be called La Roca back in the day, and Salvation Army was like right next to it or like a block away. Now, that area of Broadway so in between Galena and then Benton right here, that area, watch out. Keep your eyes on it. It's coming back. I'm telling you, it's coming back. As you know, to do the news effectively, to be an effective news person, a journalist, you have to keep your ear to the street and be involved in the scoop. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, my friend was not in there doing digital mapping for no reason. Uh, now, we know the next corner is the terminal building. Go outside today. If you're around in the, in the uh, city, take a look at what you see. It's been a big change from last week. You can see, well, they have some windows that are open, but you can see on the inside there's fresh paint. Um, some of the walls have finally been put up. Uh, there's no more just open space in between uh, pylons and things like that. Take a look at that. Now, also on River Street, River and Galena is where the Hobbs building is. I was just over there, y'all, with my camera. I'm telling you, the down, uh, not the downstairs, I don't want to call it downstairs, but the ground level part, it's open, and um, that's where the potential restaurant is going to be, the name of which and type has not been announced yet, but keep your eyes open. Cottonseed Creative Exchange is moving to... River Street. Mark my words, ladies and gentlemen, River Street is going to be the next street in Aurora that's going to pop. I can I can feel it. It's going to be it. It's going to be a main drag here in the city. There's a lot of great stuff already taking place on River Street, but more things are coming. Wickwood House is coming on the corner of uh, River and Benton. So there's things to see and there's going to be a whole lot more to do here in the City of Lights. And Good Morning Aurora is here, and we will be covering it all uh, to let people know what's happening. Okay. So uh, Tracy just shared 
some uh, some news with us as well. And this is all regarding Sunday, November 7th. It's going to be a huge day. Thank you very much for sharing this with us, Tracy, as well. Uh, part of the Aurora Regional Fire Museum's declarations. If you all would like to hang out in downtown Aurora after Notices y Mimosas, join the Aurora Regional Fire Museum for the fifth annual Sound the Alarm on to Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's the chili. Yeah. Oh, y'all making me super hungry. How do I know? Um, so sound the alarm on Sunday, November 7th from noon to 3 p.m. Uh, they're going to be excited to be bringing the fundraiser back into the heart of Aurora. Tickets are $35, and 100% of the ticket proceeds support the mission and programs of the Aurora Regional Fire Museum. Uh, they're available, and the, le the website is right there. Thank you very much for sharing that, Tracy. That'll be really, really awesome. Uh, Cheryl says, that'll be cool. She's really excited about Aurora's future. I am, too. It's looking really good down here. It's looking really good. I met a guy. He um, He's an older gentleman. He's in his 70s now. He grew up here in Aurora. He moved to England, and he just came back. Funny story. Check this. Tell you how, tell you how things work sometimes, right? I go into tavern on Broadway. I sit down. I'm meeting a friend. We're going we're gonna to have a burger and talk it out. Pull up to the bar. There's a wallet on the bar. And I tell my friend, at the, I said, hey, this wallet was here. She's like, oh, no. I hope the guy comes back. All of a sudden, through the back door, here comes the guy. And he sits. He's, oh, man, I left, left my wallet and everything. And he saw me with the Good Morning Aurora shirt. Hey, I saw that. Oh, good morning. I heard about that podcast. So we're talking. He grew up in Aurora. He moved to England. Um, for many years and he came back here I think six years ago um, and he said that when he left he was somewhat disappointed in the Aurora of that time and he says that he believes that coming back was the greatest uh, decision he made because he feels like he is about to witness now these are his words not mine he said he feels he is about to witness Aurora's renaissance. Wow. And when he said that, I I was really I was really taken aback by that because I thought that was such a great choice of words. Renaissance. We are potentially watching Aurora's renaissance. Maybe that's what it is. It's not just about economic development, certainly, because that's not what a true renaissance is. A true renaissance has nothing to do with buildings. Let's go back in real history here. What was the renaissance um, in retrospect in history? It wasn't just cathedrals. No, it was about the people. It was about attitudes. It was about mindset. And when he said renaissance, I was like, yo, he's right. We're watching the Aurora Renaissance. It's very easy to sit back and, and, and look at peeling paint and broken glass and think that it'll never be something great. But it could be and it would be. And... We were sitting, as I mentioned, we were sitting in a uh, tavern and, you know, tavern itself. 
It was an abandoned building, sat there doing nothing. Across the street, Chupacabra, right? Think of everything on the strip that was doing nothing, and now it's all coming back. So he didn't, you know, he, he left his wallet. He came in, he got it. He was just talking to me because he saw me wearing the Good Morning Aurora. Then he left, and then my friend came in, and we sat down and had our meal. But his words still stuck with me. Because here's a guy who moved back from London to Aurora. And uh, if anybody can come from England to Aurora and see the potential for a renaissance, then maybe, just maybe, we're moving in the right direction as a city, as a community, and as one Aurora. Maybe. The time is now 9 o'clock a.m. This is Thursday, um, the 28th. I hope that you guys all have a great, fantastic, and positive day. Uh, we will be sharing so the flyers that we got that were part of today's news that have not yet developed links. We'll make sure to share those with you guys on our Facebook page and Instagram and social media uh, so that you guys can take part in that. We also need subscribers on our YouTube channel, so please head on over to YouTube and hit the subscribe button. Uh, we really appreciate that. And Tracy Duran tells us that she loves how the community and it's the community all together that is making downtown what it is now. It's finally coming back to where it needs to be, if not better. People are seeing opportunities and taking them. Very well said. Take care of yourself and each other.